Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm John Weber for AM Best TV, and we're at the IASA conference in Minneapolis. I'm speaking today with Tip Tipton. Tip is head of accounting policy for Thrive, and Tip, so glad you could speak with us today. Glad to be here. And Tip, we're going to be talking about NAIC reporting, and what are some of the key points to NAIC reporting that people should be aware of? Well, there's a lot of activity currently going on from the Blanks Working Group within the NAIC. And some really key points right now are related to what they call the bond project. And this bond project is basically an overhaul of the annual statements Schedule D, which is where all the long-term bonds are held. And this is based on the changes forthcoming in the accounting side of based on the principles-based bond definition project. Now, as accountants, we kind of like are things more black and white and clear, but now they're throwing something called principles-based, so we've got interpretation. So it's gonna take some change uh, to evaluate what's happening, but we feel that long-term, this is gonna be a better tool to evaluate the holdings. And the reason why this has happened is that regulators have been a little frustrated because there's unique, let's say, transactions or bonds that have been putting on the investment schedules and they're not sure what's backing them or what's behind them. So this project should hopefully alleviate some of that transparency that they hope to find. But why now? Why are the changes coming now, Tip? The investment schedules haven't been really changed in, in many, many years. And over the years, the investment community has created many different types of investments. So it's not just your treasury bonds or maybe your mortgage-backed security bonds. There's a lot more complexity and try to understand what's happening and also the fact that what's the embedded risk? Say, so, you know, we made assumptions and just recently we changed the RBC factors. Is that good enough? And so now they're going to have a, a different perspective and viewpoint on what's being reported. So eventually the risk could change for those. Are there certain dates that insurers should be aware of when it comes to the reporting? Yes, uh, this is critical. So beginning January 1st, 2025, so about a year and a half from now, you would anticipate that on January 1st in your first quarter reporting for 2025, you'll have new investment schedules. Now that's not as complete as the annual statement, so the end of 2025, your in investment schedule, specifically Schedule D Part 1, is going to look very, very different. So now you have Schedule D Part 1 there's gonna be two sections within that. So section one is related to issuer credit obligations, which is your typical bond. You, know, you have like a treasury, you pay interest and get your principal at the end. You have another section now called asset-backed securities. Those are the items that people think of as like mortgage-backed securities, those types of asset-backed. So it's not just mortgage-backed, but there's a lot of different underlying assets that back some of these, and that's what they're really after, trying to scrutinize if you will, what's behind the curtain. And so not only you're going to have different categories, you're also going to have all different columns. And you'll be needing to update and look at how that impacts your particular entity. And I will say this, I had conversations with state insurance regulators, and I said, when this changes and you get this investment schedule in 2026, and you start looking at it, what are you going to look for? The first place they're going is there's new categories called other. So you just get all of a sudden like, oh, well, that's other. We'll put it over here. Well, that's not the case. So I think 
entities and insurers need to jump on this very, very quickly because I know at my company, we've already redone our Schedule Ds in the new format and we've identified several things that we're considering changing. So keep that in mind. Ultimately, how is this going to impact insurers? Well, initially, you would think that your processes, okay, you've got to go change how your Schedule D is going to look and your systems and software, uh, potentially investment strategy. So all of a sudden, it identifies certain investments maybe in a different way. But not done yet. So you know the accounting changes, talked about principles-based bond definition, the reporting, Schedule D is going to get a makeover. But after this is done, uh, the RBC groups, it's on their agenda to look at phase two of the bond project, which means I expect the RBC groups to start evaluating this new reporting structure to determine if the risks are in fact appropriate for the respective bonds like what they call ICOs, short credit obligations, or ABS, asset-backed securities. So stay tuned, more to come, even though the reporting change is effective one Years to come, this could uh, impact a lot of the risk as well as uh, how you consider investments in the future. Sounds like a lot to digest over the next six months or so. <laughs> yes, uh, and that's, that's a good question about the next six months. So if I were to look in a crystal ball today, by the end of this year, in the NEC's SAPWIG group expect to adopt and finalize the accounting changes, which is SACP 26R and 43R. Also. The blanks, which is evaluating the changes right now, they're expected to adopt their changes by no later than spring of next year. And the reason I point that out, you need to get on these today, because by the time they're actually finalized, you're gonna have a, almost a, an emergency, you feel, that to get all these adoptions incorporated into your processes. So I would encourage you to go to the NEC website and look for these changes now and begin evaluating the impacts on your organization. Tip Tipton, so glad you could speak with us today. Great. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And from Minneapolis, I'm John Weber for I Am Best TV. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.